Hey, teacher friends, if you are listening to this in real time, it is now the beginning of March and we just finished up February, which is traditionally CTE month. So programs around the country use this month to highlight what is happening in career and technical education. And in my particular district and the districts I've been teaching in in the past, we've actually utilized it as a way to recruit and promote our programs because our students are about to register for next year's classes. Our school and also our district typically sponsor events like open houses and showcases to once again highlight what we're doing. But social media can also be a great way of promoting our programs and there's some fun and extra things that you can even do during a month to increase that engagement. Maintaining or increasing enrollment. Staying on top of ever-changing content. Incorporating best teaching practices. These are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about in addition to applying great teaching principles. This year, my welding teacher husband, Jared, agreed to let me help him promote his program using social media. So today, we're going to do a little recap of what we did, the lessons we learned, and what we're going to be doing next based on a month of consistent social media posts. If you're new here and not quite ready to start an account for your own program, check out episode three, Have You Been Wondering How to Utilize Social Media to Recruit Without Having to Do All the Work? And that episode is about using existing PR people and existing systems that are already in place. If you are ready to start your social media but haven't done so yet, you may want to check out episode 12, How to Begin on social media, a tool to recruit. And I will include those links in the show notes down below as well. Also, make sure that you check out a new download, the simple guide to planning a week of social media for your program. And that is found in the show notes, but also at kristenmasick.com forward slash simple. This guide will help you be less stressed when using social media to promote your program because social media is something in addition that we can do to promote our programs in addition to already having to teach. Okay, so let's get into what we did for this past month. So Jared has had his program Instagram for about eight years now. And he has never really concerned himself with planning and strategy when it came to social media. In the past, he's posted irregularly or on the fly when something was occurring in class and that he would remember to post. So he would go weeks without posting or he would have weeks with several posts or even days with several posts. And he's always wanted to increase his engagement on social media, but posting always took so much time. And it does when you are trying to post from your phone and trying to use the the swipe feature to write a caption. So social media has been low on the priority list because, of course, he still has to teach. Since I'm always talking about social media and program promotion, he let me help him this month. He wanted to see what a little planning would do for consistency and if it would save time. 
Jared first decided what types of content he wanted to post so that we could create or collect images. And he decided to post, he wanted to post the five school days. So it wasn't posting on the weekends, it was just Monday through Friday. And he chose the following things that he wanted to post about. So student spotlights, quotes, facts about welding as a career, course highlights, weekly giveaway, his CTSO, so his Career and Technical Student Organization, which is SkillsUSA, he wanted to spotlight that, and then finally a behind the scenes. So in order to get all of the images ready for anything that needed any text or that he wanted any text on, we used the five free customizable templates and we use that with Canva and there will be a link, but they're also at kristenmasick.com forward slash templates if you wanna download those as well. Once all the images were created in Canva or selected from his phone, he used Planoly to plan one week at a time. So we had all of the images ready, but then only planned one week at a time. He usually did this on a weekend, and that's when he would write the captions for those images. So he already had planned what he was going to be doing each day and which images he was going to use when and where, but then he filled in the captions and made it his own. At that time, he also scheduled when he wanted those to post so that they would post automatically or a lot of times with Planoly, he would actually have it remind him. So instead of doing an auto post so that he could post in real time and pay attention to when it was posting. So here comes the meat of what happened this last month. So the lessons learned from our month of school social media. So the first thing that we learned is that planning saves time. Getting all the graphics and images ready before the month starts removes a ton of stress. This let Jared schedule ahead of time and made it a lot faster in the long run because he wasn't doing it on the fly. The next thing that we learned was that his students engaged most with videos and facts about welding. And this will vary from program to program. And so you're going to need to experiment and see what works best for your students and your program. To find out what worked well, you will need to use the insights within Instagram if you're using Instagram, but in Jared's case, his reach increased by 31.3% from January and his engagement also increased by 300% from January. The biggest lesson that we learned was that planning was necessary. And not only that, we tried to change our plan last minute and it didn't go so well. So here's the story about the biggest lesson learned from this month. And it all started with the final giveaway post, which was on the last Monday of the month. So on a whim, I'm at home on maternity leave and I had the idea to change up some of the qualifications that a student would need in order to win the giveaway. So instead of tagging and sharing the post with others, which is what they had done on the three previous weeks, I thought it'd be fun to maybe get some user-generated content. I'm thinking, hey, it's the end of the month, and Jared's going to probably need some more things to post for the next months. Maybe if we get some user-generated content, which is what is discussed a lot with other social media marketers, maybe that will help us so that we don't have to get as many photos or videos for the next months. 
In the social media and marketing world, user-generated content, or UGC as it's sometimes called, is a great way to get content for future posts. Now that's a great way in the normal world, but probably not so great in our school world as we learned. So one way that you can get this content is by creating a special hashtag that can be followed. So you could create a hashtag for your program and then you follow the hashtag and then anytime someone posts using that hashtag, you could then use their images or their content, probably with their permission, you could repost what they had posted. So last spring, some students started making memes of classes and teachers at the school. And the memes that they made for Jared tended to be pretty funny. They had to do with his grading. He uses a four-point scale and like a standards-based grading. And he is not very giving of that level four or mastery on someone's first weld. And so there were a lot of memes kind of making fun of that aspect of his class. And since they were so popular, we decided to combine that meme idea with the hashtag idea. Side note, Jared and I still believe that the idea was a good one, but we should have thought through the idea a little bit more because we did run into some problems where we may not have if we would have planned it better. So our first problem was that most of the students have private accounts, which is great for security and highly encouraged for teenagers. But the images end up being private, even those with a hashtag. So if a student posted and used the hashtag, it wouldn't show up in the other public posts, thus making the user-generated content essentially obsolete. So one of his students, because of this, had an idea to make a, a special account for these memes. And he started making a ton of memes and started posting them. And this is where things started to go downhill. So first off, there is no way to control what people or students post on social media. Some of this student's memes had some swear words and could be misunderstood as far as what they were saying in their context. So this is when Jared got a call from the district PR person. The student had used Jared's photo in the bio, and therefore the district thought he created the account, not the student. For students to win that week's giveaway, they needed to have the most likes. The private accounts made this difficult, so Jared started to curate the memes by having students send them to him via email. And then he would post on his feed so that he could track the number of likes. There were a couple of issues with this. First, he was posting a lot of posts per day, like 15 to 20, and filling his followers' feeds. Jared is pretty sure that he lost some followers because of this. The next issue was that we know that at least one person was offended by one of the memes because they called the district. Jared quickly and professionally announced the winner and took down all of the memes. While this idea did increase enrollment and the students absolutely loved it, we need to remember that we work for the school and because of this, we need to plan a little bit better. Now moving on to the future. So based on what we learned, Jared is planning on continuing to use video and welding facts on a regular basis. 
He's also decided that he wants to try to feature his former students in a where are they now. So he sent out a survey already and in one day he actually got 40 responses from students that included photos that they have given him permission to post on social media. The planning of the month's images worked really well so he plans to continue doing the same method and he will still write his captions once a week so that he keeps things current. He is now more aware of what he could and should be taking photos of. He has already started taking more photos in class so he sees those opportunities that could be post-worthy and he doesn't feel the pressure to post them immediately so he's more willing to take those pictures and then just keep them in his phone. In the end, posting consistently for CTE Month on school social media increased his following and engagement on Instagram. His program's visibility has also increased, which hopefully means that more students will find his classes. Planning ahead of time is key in being consistent. Not deviating from the plan is also advised, as we learned. Continuing to check to see how your followers or students are responding to posts helps to plan for the next month and let you know what is working and what isn't. If you are wanting to use the strategies that we learned, be sure to download the simple guide to planning a week of social media for your program at kristenmasick.com forward slash simple. If you liked what you heard here, then make sure that you subscribe and also give a review of this podcast on Apple Podcasts so that more teachers like you can find these episodes. Please connect with me on LinkedIn or on Instagram, which is where I hang out the most, and let me know what your thoughts are, share some ideas, and if you are starting your social media for your program, make sure that you send me your handle so that I can follow you and post the great things that you are doing on your social media. Until next week. 